Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. Today, we have the last segment from Mike's insights on the book Atomic Habits. He taught on this book at our last Mastermind event. If you'd like to learn more about our Mastermind and how you can be successful, go to microreturns.com. So here's one of the things that uh, he talked about on page 74 of going through the different things. He calls it habit stacking. Habit stacking. One of the best ways to build a new habit is to identify a current habit you already do each day and then stack your new behavior on top of that. Habit stacking. Now, I thought that was fun, because what did I tell you this morning, Davey, right? Oh, I call that stackables. Yes, no, and, 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 I, and look, I have created a whole series of how to say stuff, not just to myself, but to you, for you to understand how, how something works. If I build a business card, right, Ryan? And I get that business card right, how often do I need to rebuild that business card? Maybe never. We haven't redone ours now for, I don't know, 10 years, okay? I build the right kind of brochure. I don't have to build another one. Those are stackables, right? So I get the script on the phones right. I, I, I get a PowerPoint presentation right. I get my Big Bang marketing route right, okay? And I visit those 10, 15, 20 offices. Remember, 10 is the minimum. 10 is the minimum, okay? I, I tell people, ten, they go, well, I'm hitting six offices a week. And I'm not really getting the results I want. Well, you freaking idiot. Yeah. I want to tell you a story real, real quick. I had a lady in my office one time that just was not getting the job done. And I had decided to fire her. And I dream pretty lividly. I talk in my sleep. Susan will tell you I talk in my sleep. And I knew I was going to fire this lady the next day. And in the middle of the night, I started, Susan was going, what was going on? Because, I mean, you were saying, you so-and-so, get your blankety-blank out of my office. I don't ever want to see your blankety-blank, you know, bl you just blankety-blank this and blankety-blank that. <laughs> Susan was going, I was, I was going, I was going, wow. I was saying that in my sleep. She said, that's exactly what you were saying. Blankety-blank. And she, she told me, she said, <laughs> I don't know, because I, I don't remember it consciously. So uh, I'm not going to get into uh, chapter six, but I will tell you chapter six is, is incredibly important, and it's about changing your environment. Okay, uh, I'm going to go back to chapter five in a second, but I wanted you to see this graph, and I want to make sure that you earmark page 82, and I want you to think about it, Okay. Uh, I was in the grocery store. We knew that if we put things in certain places, people buy more of it. Oh, yeah. Okay? 
My favorite, and I have tons of them, one of my favorite stories of Disney is he's walking through an airport once. Can you imagine this? He's walking through an airport once, and he looks into the gift shop, and he sees his product in there. And at first he smiles, and then he realizes it's on the bottom shelf. And he's got a couple of guys with him, right? And so they literally stop, and he pulls all of his stuff off the shelf. And one of the ladies over there came over and said, uh, can I help you, sir? And you know what he said? Nope. nope, I got this. And he moved everything from the eye level shelf down to that shelf and put his stuff up at the eye level shelf. <laughs> and I thought, that's a man after my heart. That's a man after my heart. What? True sales rep right there. Two sell, yeah, and you know, um, and of course, if you did that at Winn Dixie, you'd never be allowed in the store again. But still, you know, at a certain point, you got to be gutsy enough to do things. Yes, sir. Boss, I got corrected because I went to a JPAR office and did the same thing. I moved our stuff where it was more visible and moved the competitors. Stuff <laughs> the very end, they got on to me for that. They weren't mad. They just didn't want me to rearrange it. But yeah, I was gutsy that way. So I'm going to tell you the one thing that you may have needed to do is like, Move it one each time. You see what I'm saying? All right. So small, small things lead to big things. Going back to this last, uh, going back to the last chapter, the first law of behavior change is make it obvious. Thank you, Craig. The, the second, the two common cures are time and location. You got to create an implementation intention, uh, intention. So you want to say it aloud. I will blank at blank in blank. I would highlight that one big time. It's on page 79. I will blank in blank at blank. The reason people don't market is because they don't put it on their schedule. I would change one word in that sentence. What would you change? I would take out the word will. I do such and such though. Yes. yes. I, I'm sorry. I market on Tuesdays. Right. I, I'm perfectly good with that. I am perfectly good with that. Uh, and you know what? I'm wondering if it, no, it does say will. All right. Yeah. Huh? Uh, 79 in uh, chapter summary. It's about the halfway down. So for instance, I would say I do push-ups in the morning when I turn the shower on. Okay. So there you go. Habit stacking, of course, is the next part of that uh, and creating those habits. Uh, and then understanding how to change your environment. All right. So, guys, you have no idea how much thought goes into setting this room up. You really have no idea. I literally have drafted 20 ways so that we could set this room up. And depending on the number of people, it changes, obviously, all right? But my favorite, for instance, is during the mastermind session, it's what shape? U-shape. It's U-shape. Couldn't it be this shape? Not as effective. Not as effective because I changed the environment. People are looking at each other. People can see each other. People, and I, what did we have yesterday that happened during the inspector meeting? Cassandra was up here and somebody was going, I'm looking at Jeff over there and that is one proud papa, right? But you can see people, you can do different things. But today, this is our bonus day where we're teaching stuff. So we set the room up slightly different inside of that. Um, and it's kind of interesting uh, that you said that because um, we talk about the brochures one of the things that I would love to do is get a brochure of certain things at the inspection for other services that we do. I have only talked about that for 20 years, but I haven't gotten it done yet. All right. Um, and I would love to create a video introduction 
uh, that gets played at every inspection. I've only talked about that for 20 years. Now, here's what I want you to understand is, I talk about a lot of things until they get done. Do you understand the difference? I didn't give up on it. I didn't say, well, oh, well, I guess that's never gonna happen. All right, the, the Christmas light thing, we talked about it on a call recently and Coy immediately jumped on it, just stepped it up and played big. I was so impressed with him. Jonathan did the same thing, stepped up and played big. What you guys don't see was, I've been turning the heat up on the Christmas lights for three years. And then boom, we hit 212 degrees. And now we do Christmas lights. But everybody thinks, oh, they're doing Christmas lights now. I started hiring people to do it on my house three years ago. Watching how they did it, seeing what they charged. How can we do that? Okay, and uh, now, and then by the way, then I hired people to come in and teach me and Jonathan and people how to do it. The coolest thing about this, you traveled from where, Minnesota? You changed your environment. Totally. Totally. It's snowing up there. What, it's snowing up there. Oh my gosh. Okay. You drove down from Oklahoma. When you change your environment, you actually give yourself a better chance of success than at any other time. And when you come and get around other people that want you to be successful, that are there to try and you help be successful, you, you increase your chances of success. And honestly, one of the reasons I love to coach is because you girls, you, you, you folks help me be successful just by teaching you how to do it as well. So one, we talked about the three, three, and three, and then of course Susan pointed it out, and, and other people, and I wanna make sure that you understand, at some point, you have other inspectors train other inspectors, right? It makes them better inspectors. When I try to help you guys be better business owners, it's helping me help Jonathan so that we can do a better business this weather. I wanna tell you thank you for that. But I also wanna tell you, you can do it just as easily <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't use that word. <laughs> you can do it as well. Will it be easy? Maybe, maybe not, okay? But you can do it as well. Is it worth it? This is one of the best things you've said, and I say it all the time. You've heard me say it, right? If you're willing to do what others are not for at least two or three years, you get to do things the rest of your life that people just dream about. I'm building Crow Village. I now have four out of seven homes. Four out of seven homes. Susan and I are going to go see penguins in Antarctica this next year, okay, in South America. At that point, she will have been on every continent in the world. She will be one ahead of me. I'm going to fix that in 2024, all right? We're going to go to Egypt in 2024 and do some other things and see more of Africa uh, and uh, do some cool things. I get to do what I do now because I worked my butt off. And you know the biggest part, Scott, is that people go, I, I had a, a brother-in-law at one point, he went, if you have to work more than 40 hours a week, there's something wrong with your business. He didn't last. He's a great guy, wonderful guy. But I work, I work hardly at all compared to him, still today. And, and there are people, you see them, okay, that are working, and by the way, sometimes they work because they want to. 
Miss Belinda doesn't have to be here, and I'm not going to tell you how old she is. She'd get mad at me. She didn't have to be here. She wants to be here. God has sent her here to help me help people. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. And the, question, the real thing is, the more that you work at doing the right thing, the more right things are attracted to you. The more you want to be around other successful people, the more successful you'll be as well. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to microreturns.com right now.